From the Church of the Nazarene and Mesoamerica Genesis, you're listening to the Worthless Servants Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Worthless Servants Podcast. Oh, we have a special episode coming up. Uh, but first of all, I'm Scott Armstrong and I have several Worthless Servants that are right here with me, right across from me, Natalie Franco. Hi, guys. To my right, AJ Fry. Hello. To my left, Emily Armstrong. Hey, everyone. And to her left, Chelsea Fry. Fun facts with Chelsea. Fun fact. Lemons float, but limes sink. What? Really? What? Why? You're yeah. welcome. I did not know that. I want I to go test this right, right now. now. It says, you could. It I says limes are denser than lemons. Huh. So that's why. That, that helps people who are colorblind, I'm sure. What? It's for people who are colorblind. So you have to put all of your fruit in a glass of <laughs> exactly. water. Exactly. That's yeah. why God made it that way. He's like, I'm right. sure there's people that are going to get these mixed up. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. one's going to float and one's going to sink. It's confusing in Spanish, though, because they use the yeah. same word for both yep. things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so now is. you know why. But there is lima. No. 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 That's a, no, that's a separate that's fruit. That's a lima bean. That's also a city. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's true. Yeah, Lima, Peru. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we, I, I have heard that I, maybe there could be another. I have a fun fact. Oh, I did, it, the rumor was true. Fun facts with AJ. Fun fact. Chelsea has shared 78 fun facts. Including this one? Including this one. And I've been counting. And has repeated one. Fun fact. Oh, no. 100 points to the listener who can first tell us, call in and tell us. Call in. <laughs> what fun facts you We know what it is, but we won't say what it is then, right? Like, let's actually see if no, there's a listener. No, that's not fun. <laughs> that is a not fun fact. You can't do a listener response on a podcast. We can tell them at the end of the like episode. In. At the end. We'll tell the them at the end. Okay. They have so to that listen. way, okay. if you want listen to, to the pause whole... it before we get to that point where we tell you, you can go back and listen if you want to play the game. And try to think of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Because then they'll just never know. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> the, the cheat sheet is at the back of the book. Yes. Well, the reason the, the, episode. the reason we have two fun facts, one comes from Chelsea, as always. And one comes from AJ as never. He's not <laughs> I never have any facts or fun. <laughs> no, no facts and no fun. Um, the, the reason we have this moment, and this is now going to be a difficult transition, and there's going to be some tears. Um, they have an announcement to make. I will not be the one to make that announcement. So I am going to hand over this time, and I'm going to ask, would you guys like to share what God is doing in your lives right now? Fun fact, we're moving. <laughs> that's not a fun fact. It is a fun that's fact. Not, that's a why. fact, but it's not fun it's for fun any for of why. us. It's fun for why. So we are moving to be church planters in urban, in a urban city in New York State. So we are going to Syracuse, New York. We're working with the Upstate District Church of the Nazarene um, to church plant in urban centers so we're going to be focusing on urban church planting and helping the district to change some of the culture around church planting. So 
um, yeah, that's what we're doing. For listeners of this podcast that have fallen in love with like Genesis and uh, with the fries, and, and, and I mean, honestly, they have been invited in part because of what they've learned and uh, grabbed onto here in Dominican Republic and in the Mesoamerica region to try and contextualize. It won't look the same, but to try and, no. and figure out what that looks like in upstate New York. Yeah. And yeah. so... At first, I have to admit, as leader, um, not just as, uh, you know, kind of host of this podcast, but as just leader and friend, I'm, I was like, you know, <laughs> when you guys told us, we were like, we're really happy for you. you know? and it's <laughs> yeah. like inside, it's terrible. But like we have grown to realize this is of the Lord and we're, it, we truly are excited for you. Yeah, I blame you guys for the reason we have to go. For sure. Yeah, that's that's legit. Yeah. yeah. You discipled so, us too well. There you go. Well, we'd like to interview you a little bit in this last session. That is the topic of this uh, of this episode. And Natalie, I know that uh, you have enjoyed time with the fries. A lot. Yeah, but why don't you start kind of the interview portion or the time where we really start to ask them some questions. Sure thing. The first one and the most important one, are you going to miss us? <laughs> <laughs> Not the, I heard you're moving with us. That's what I heard. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she didn't know that was on the table. <laughs> Natalie might be able to fit into a suitcase and hit the oh, weight. I, I that's true. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, probably yeah. get in. Yeah. You want me to? <laughs> no, it's getting serious. So I want to know, can you please guys remind us how you came to the Dominican Republic? Yeah, we were invited by Scott and Emily Armstrong, the people in this room. It's our fault. It is. We had felt a call to missions and to do cross-cultural ministry in some way and uh, kind of reached out to the Armstrongs to be our mentors in that. And then they moved to the Dominican Republic and they said that there was this project that they were working on called the Center of Missionary Formation, which is a, a school and program to, to teach and to train people who feel a call to missions and what that looks like, especially in an urban context in the city, and then to send them out from there. So they need somebody to actually come and build the actual buildings and uh, help think through some of that, that stuff. And I had a background in construction, and Chelsea is great with administration. I'm a good cheerleader. At that also. And our call to missions. At, and so they invited us to come to the Dominican Republic, to Santo Domingo, to help uh, create this Things have changed a lot over the years, and there's no like new building as we imagined five years ago. Uh, but we've repurposed some of the buildings on the seminary campus here in Santo Domingo to fit that need. And it's um, beautiful. It's great. We didn't do it by ourselves. We just organized, uh, helped organize some teams, working witness teams that came mostly from the United States. A couple teams from here in the DR actually too, uh, to help construct those buildings and renovate some of those buildings. And uh, about two years ago, your ministry kind of changed even during pandemic or even pre-pandemic. I, I can't remember the timeline, but now what are you currently doing? So um, we serve in the field ministry now. So our field works with six different countries and AJ is the field coordinator for communications. So he runs a lot of Zoom meetings. <laughs> but also just sharing training and, and equipping the church with the message of God. And then I work in coordinating global missions for the area, which is a ministry under you guys, the Armstrongs. And so I work to 
I can only think in Spanish. <laughs> so we work to discover, develop, and deploy Nazarene missionaries from those six countries to other places around the world or here. <laughs> Even hearing you uh, mention what you're doing currently reminds me of a conversation I had with my mom just recently. And I know that she's on your list of people that were like <laughs> yes. keeping up with you and stuff like that. And she said, oh, they're they're leaving. Like, what are you going to do? And, and she was just reflecting herself. She said, wow, five years, that's a long time. She said, and they're doing field level ministry now. And they didn't even speak Spanish when they yeah. first went. <laughs> your mom knows us so well. Yeah. Right? I've never met her. I know. She feels like she She's one of like awesome. your your biggest supporters. She prays for you all the time. But like as she was reflecting on it, it made me think about how much God has grown mm. you and the people you've become and mm. even the marriage strength that you've found in these five years. And I was just wondering if you out of looking back over your five years, and I know you've been doing a lot of reflecting over the past couple months, if you had to choose like the top two things that you were like really proud of that God allowed you to be a part of, maybe AJ, if you had one and Chelsea, you had one, what would be the those things that you're going to be like, I'm so glad I was in the DR, a part of this movement of God that I wouldn't have been able to be a part of if I hadn't spent that part of my life there. First, I need to shout out to Linda because she got me Origel in the country. <laughs> she is a Changed super your fan. life. I really love your mom. <laughs> um, but the thing that I'm probably the, the proudest of is um, the depth of relationships in our local community. And I, hmm. I feel like that's a cheesy answer, but it is something that I thought we had three years ago. Hmm. I thought that we, we had deeper roots. Um, but in the last two years, it seems like maybe it's a piece of culture shock. Maybe it's a piece of missionary life, but I feel like in the last two years, something has shifted in the minds of the people surrounding us to say, we love these people. Mm -hmm. We love these two missionaries and they're a part of us and they're, they're, they're ours. Like yeah. they own us, mm. which is awesome. We want to, we want to be part of their community. We don't want to be outsiders coming in. Awesome. And, um, so the fact that when we went to our pastor and we told her that we were leaving and her immediate response was not like, this makes me so sad or we're going to miss you. It was, I see what God is doing in your life. Mm. Awesome. And to hear her speak words of truth and affirmation over us mm. that had depth and meaning to them. Mm -hmm. They weren't surface level. Mm -hmm. And probably confirmation of, of that call too. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But she, she knew us deeply enough mm -hmm. to be able to speak to things that have happened in our life. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just like, Oh, I see God at work in you. No, it was like, I have seen you grow in this way yeah. specifically. And, and I know that God can use that. And, and it makes sense that he's calling you to this. And then to flip into immediately after that, after speaking these words of affirmation over us, she goes, we want to send you. We want you mm -hmm. to be our missionaries. We want you to be a representation of the ministry here in the Dominican Republic. Wow. So that to me is like, she sees us as one of her sheep, right? Yeah. Like we're one of her congregate members and that's really yeah. special. That's awesome. Yeah. I would say for me, uh, kind of along the same lines too, is I'm really proud of 
there's these two young men that kind of welcomed us into the church and into their family when we got here. And over the last five years, I've been mentoring them, whether they would say that I'm their mentor or not, but um, just kind of walking through life with them and trying to teach them the things that I've learned from God. I'm really proud of them and the men that they've become today. I can see a huge, a huge change. Jettys and Wellington are their names, and I've seen a huge change in them just over the last five years. And the other day I was talking to Jettys, and he said, this is something simple and kind of trivial, but he, he pulled out his, te- his cell phone and looked at his calendar to see what he had planned during the week. And he says, this is your fault, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that I'm using a calendar. Taught him to use a, uh, use a calendar. But I've seen how that alone has, has changed him, helped him to like organize his time better. Mm. And that's not super spiritual, but uh, there's other examples in their lives that I see how they've grown and how they have allowed God to, to change them. And I'm super proud of that and proud of them. Thanks for sharing those. That's awesome. I know that I already kind of ask that question, but not talking about people. What if it's something that you will miss the most? I've come to love the culture of Santo Domingo, just the, the diversity, but you said not people. Okay. So, <laughs> but I love, I love the way the Dominican people in generally in general are just willing to help with, uh, I had a problem with my truck just the other, just the other week. And People came out of the woodwork just to I help mean, me. Literally yeah. out of the woodwork. There was some guy walking down the street. Yeah, I was like, oh, here's what you need to do. You need to go to this place. Talk to this guy. You know, he'll know what to do. And just, I've seen that from day one since we've got here. And it just amazes me. At first, I was a little skeptical of it. Like, what are you trying to get from me? You know, like, <laughs> you want my money? What's what's going on? I don't have any money. So good luck. <laughs> but now I realize it as, it's just, it's their culture. It's, the, it's part of their nature. Mm-hmm. And... I think I'm going to really miss that warmth of the culture. Yeah. Yeah. So to change, change directions just a bit and make it more light, I guess I'm going to miss the food. Oh yeah. Oh, Thank you. For yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dominican food is so good. Yeah. What specifically you got it. You got to tell uh, us. La bandera. I really just like the, yes. the normal, like, what do you say, guisada? How do you say that in English? Stewed. Okay, th- that sounds gross. It does. But that is. Dude, it's beans. a cooking technique. And yeah, not just well, a food. Okay, listen. <laughs> They've got these beans. They're so good. If you've never had Dominican food, shame on you. That's right. Go kidding. to New York yeah. and try some because <laughs> yeah. half of the Dominican Republic lives in New York. That's true. So yeah. There's actually a really aren't moving. In They're New York. just changing Dominican communities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> neighborhoods. We're changing neighborhoods. That's right. Um, but I, they have white rice, these beans with this sauce that are so good. And usually just like a meat, I'm the meats. Neither here nor matter. there. Yeah. But then with a salad, oh man. So good. Yeah. But the way they do their rice even. Yeah, it's I, just I've so some tricks. incredible. You have yeah, to make sure have. your wooden spoon can some stand power in the of rice. Yeah. The power of rice. Platano power. I think you're also going to miss the ability to just jump in your truck if you wanted to and only go about two and a half or three hours to the white sand beaches oh. of oh. Las Terrenas in Samana. Come on, Listen, the, don't talk to us about this. The climate. Yeah. Don't talk to us about this because we had a vacation planned to go for a long long weekend 
and it got canceled. Yeah. So, yeah. That just means you have to come back. We'll That's go true. on vacation together. Yep. You too, That's Esteban. True. You can come with us. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, Esteban is helping us on the ones and twos over there. So appreciate that. And he's from Dominican and he's just nodding the entire time. He's like, yes, rice is, is king. It's awesome. <laughs> and he was also supposed to be on that beach vacation with us. Yeah. So he's, yeah. he's lamenting as well then. So since we're kind of at a lighter moment, I would like to ask, AJ has been working for the last two months on compiling certain things Uh before there were ever fun facts. Longtime listeners will know that Chelsea started every episode with a (laughs) greeting. Did you know this was going to happen? You did not know this was going to happen. Okay. So we have queued this up and I I think that uh, Esteban will need to mute us probably um, because we'll be laughing so hard. But now without further ado, you will hear the first 50 episodes, the, the her, not the first 50 episodes. You'll hear, you'll hear her greeting one after another for the first 50 episodes. Oh, bring the joy. Hola, buenos dias, buenas noches. Que tal? Saludos. Como esta? Que onda? Que lo que? Howdy, partner. What's kicking, little chicken? Hello, gubna. Sup, home slice? Feliz Navidad. Konnichiwa. Hi, I come in peace. Peekaboo. Guten tag. Howdy doody. What's cooking, good looking? Teamwork. Makes the dream work. Que pachuca potaluca. How you doing? Kamusta. How does a lion greet the other animals in the field. Pleased to eat you. What's cracking? Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> hey there, honey bunches. Hi, I'm Batman. Bonjour. Ni hao. Wham. 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 <laughs> Bonjour, Manu. Go. <laughs> Salutations! Shalom. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Bye, Jingo! Hi, my name's Ralph, and I'm a bad guy. My goodness! What's the gist, physicist? What's up, Buttercup? Yippee Yes! Amazing! So good. Amazing. My favorite is the one that she played backwards for us. I don't remember what she said. Yeah, it was a legitimate greeting. It was like, greeting, legitimate, but like God just, bless you or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but it was like backwards, backwards yeah. literally. Yeah. And then what's the gist, physicist? <laughs> I, I also like the ones where she already is starting to laugh, and you can hear it in her voice <laughs> yeah. when she says the yeah. greeting. <laughs> a good time of our lives. Yes. So for Those the, are for you, Freya. I know you're listening and I know you're laughing. Freya loved a good laugh at her. And remember, there are certain moments you can even hear like Freya's reaction or starts to laugh or, or AJ said something. Or, yeah. Remember, that was when we had one mic. Yeah. One mic. Even the sound quality was oh, yeah. like different. You could hear. So, well, with that in mind, and, and longtime listeners will also have, uh, we have a surprise for you uh, at the very end of this episode. But let's continue to ask uh, a few questions. First of all, like thinking about the podcast and craziness and all that, what does this podcast mean to you guys? And maybe what is your favorite episode that you guys have recorded? We've literally not known this podcast without you guys. For me, I like that it's it's a different kind of podcast that it's it feels more like a conversation. And I think just in these times that we've recorded these, I've I've learned a lot about you guys and from you guys. I could have learned through reading like your blog and stuff too, but uh, just the more genuine conversation that we've had, I've really enjoyed. 
those times that we've had those conversations and um, even continuing the conversations like after we've done recording, like through the, the following days, it's just a lot of fun to, to continue those um, topics and conversations. And my favorite episodes, probably something we started recently are the story time episodes. A lot of those are, are really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and even in Spanish, if you, if you speak Spanish and English, go listen to the Spanish Siervos Inutiles story times. Some of those are, Suhey <laughs> shares some stories. outrageous stories. <laughs> yes. She has officially been a missionary for like five years, yeah. but has the stories of somebody who's been a missionary Incredible. for 50 years. Incredible. <laughs> um, for me, it's similar. I, I love that this is a jumping point for conversations. Mm-hmm. I also really have like been shocked to find out that like people are using this. This I know that's why we started the podcast, but like I get text messages or messages on Facebook of people saying like, hey, we listened to your episode during our Sunday school hour and you said this, what do you think about this? And so, I don't know, the engagement of of the church is really cool to to see and special to be a part of. I, I don't know that any other time in my life will I have this kind of odd engagement with, the global church. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. My favorite episodes. Now this is a little pulling back the curtain. I like any of our episodes that Rob Prince is that is the article that we were reading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a several of them. If you don't know, Rob Prince has a blog. I'm sure Scott knows how to get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Rob Prince is a pastor of a church of the Nazarene in Flint, Michigan. Yeah. And I just, I, I don't know why I really connect with his work. And so anytime that we cover one of his articles, it's always something that I like walk away from knowing more about what I believe, mm-hmm. which is cool. And an example of that is uh, episode 73, Relevant Church, is based on his, one of his episodes mm-hmm. and I really awesome. like. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, maybe something that... Um, bears to be said is you guys are leaving and that means you're leaving the podcast as well. Oh yes. So that's good to clarify. <laughs> I can definitely vouch for those of us that are left around the table that we will not be the same without you and we will miss you. And, um, it's going to be hard to find people. We definitely won't replace you. We need to be thinking <laughs> and praying about what the new phase of worthless servants podcast is going to look like, uh, definitely in English because you guys add so much to, to this cast. So thanks for being willing to jump into the great experiment of podcasting with Scott and Emily Armstrong. That has been a journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've gone from the one microphone in the middle to like, at least we all have our own microphones yeah. and Esteban is working the ones and twos, whatever that means. See, people say we that. Don't I don't even know what that, means, that right? means. It just means there's a colored board in front of him and he gets to push buttons. There's I a see, lot of there's buttons. numbers on there, so. Okay, it's, yeah. it probably fours and fives and sixers are there oh, as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing I would like to know about um, from your guys' perspective is what do you know about God now that you didn't know about God five years ago? Mm. That's a good question. Well, that is a good question. Yeah, I have learned a lot, and this has a lot to do with you, Emily, but also this podcast and just living in ministry, I think, has has taught me a lot. The the desire for holiness of God's Mm. people. Mm. And I... It will probably be the thing that I am known for is my my preaching of holiness and my doctrine of sanctification because I see the need for it in the people. Mm. This hunger for righteousness mm. 
And um, it's deep in me, whatever God has done to produce it. Awesome. But um, I, I think I get glimpses of the kingdom, of the potential of the kingdom here on earth. And that is really cool. I, it's very hope-filled, and I love it. So Awesome. Awesome. I think for me, one thing that I have been taught since my infancy is in the church is that God provides. And these past five years, I've had the opportunity to live that out, like yeah. put my faith into action through that. And I can testify that God does provide. When you, mm-hmm. when you give up your comfort and step out of your comfort zone and truly trust God, he does provide. And I guess it's not something that new that I learned, but it's something that I experienced probably for the first time in my life is mm. when we moved here is yeah. that, yeah, when I, when I step outside my comfort zone, God will provide. And now I don't want to go back to my comfort zone. Right. Like I, right. my discomfort is, is now my comfort zone, you know, like it's strange to say, but it's true. I don't want, I don't want to be comfortable anymore because I know that I can experience God fuller and deeper mm-hmm. in my discomfort. I love that. It's, it's the view of faith, right? Mm-hmm. It's like once you truly are starting to live in faith, it's like, I can't go back to not having yeah. faith. Like, yeah. That yeah. was so uncertain. Yeah. And, and, and then all of a sudden living in faith, it's like, no, there's certainty yeah. in just trusting in God. Yeah, I love that he's taught you that in five years mm-hmm. of missionary service and being with another culture and loving other people. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, I have another question. And it is thinking about the future uh, what are you most excited about going forward? To me, I'm I'm most excited to to put into practice the things that we've learned from you guys about urban ministry and um, some of those practices and church planting. I'm really excited to to start that adventure. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I know it's going to be challenging, but I think I, I think it's going to be fun too. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited about the creativity that we have yeah. like been given. We're our our new boss uh, has said, "Are you okay with uh in the air job description?" Mm. <laughs> and I actually really thrive in that kind of like creating the ministry as we go. There's no blueprint for mm-hmm. us. And um, we're not walking into something that somebody else kind of has an idea. No, it's like AJ and Chelsea are building this thing. Mm. And, um, I think the thing that I'm excited is like, we've learned how to build this. You guys have empowered us so much to, to build things, but we also have learned like how to lean on others when we need to in that yeah. building. And that's really cool. That balance of the two. And so I'm excited to, cool. to do that and to explore a new culture and city and all the things. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. are like, Oh, you're moving back to the U S you're moving back home. And that's not true. Like no. we're, we're both from, he's from the Midwest and I'm from the South and like, Upstate New York, <laughs> it's black and white. If Completely you're not from different. the States, like it is very different culturally. And so to walk back into that, I know there's culture shock. I'll be listening to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the task before you is going to be cross-cultural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the task before you will be missional. Uh, that's clear. And I believe that you've been knowing 
your supervisor and your district superintendent uh, that has invited you. I believe you were invited because you bring that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe concluding this episode, we want to pray with you. We would like to ask you, how can we pray specifically for you? Full disclosure, we're recording this episode and they will already be there uh, Mm -hmm. by the time you hear this. Uh, So, you know, it's, it's not necessarily maybe the, the prayer for, for the, the, the actual travel. Uh, we're of course praying for that right now, but, uh, think about where you will be in the next, you know, two months after arriving, three months after arriving or whatever, how are ways that listeners could just lift you up and pray for you specifically? Yeah, we're going to be doing a lot of like community assessment type things, trying to figure out where God wants us to plug into. There's a lot of need there's a lot of opportunity and we know we can't meet all of those needs and opportunities. And so trying to figure out where God is already at work and how we can partner with it to me is a big one. I think we'll be mm-hmm. trying to discern that answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me to be able to think creatively, one of my weaknesses is putting myself in a box and putting ministry in a box. And I want to open that box and just to think outside of the normal way of doing things or the things that I've seen other people do and uh, just be able to hear, hear God's voice and follow the spirits leading in that creativity. Well, those are excellent prayer requests. Um, We are, we are absolutely thankful for the time that you have given to this ministry, to us as a family, Uh, And I say as a family, not just Mm -hmm. us as a couple, our kids, you know, are different because your presence, your uh, um, being around and with us at many different junctures. I'm going to ask Emily, if you would pray, there are certain moments and episodes that we don't just finish up and say, all right, Hey, that's it. You know? And um, we, we say, this is a moment where we need to just pray. And uh, this, we want to send you off. We want to send you off and and we want to pray. So listener, if you are, um, if you are wherever you are, uh, wherever you happen to be, unless we, you're driving, if you're driving, you can stay. Well, I believe you can pray with your eyes open. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, just take a little time and Emily, would you guide us in prayer for our friends, colleagues in ministry and, uh, missionaries? Yeah, I'd love to. Father, we thank you for this time that you've given us with AJ and Chelsea. We thank you for the call that you've placed on their lives, and we recognize that the call uh, is still very present in their lives. We recognize that you are moving them and evolving them and in your dynamic ways are continuing to open up your will and what you would have for them in their lives. I thank you, Lord, for their hearts and their minds and their willingness to be obedient, uh, even when the way doesn't seem completely clear all of the time. I thank you for the faith that you've placed in them. And even as we've heard AJ testify to being a different person on the back half of these five years of living in faith and desiring that uh, close connection with you, I pray that you would continue to grow their faith. I know that the Bible says that we just need faith the size of a mustard seed, but I I also believe that you desire even more for us than maybe that's all it takes. But man, you are so pleased when we have even more than that. And so I pray your blessing upon AJ and Chelsea. I thank you for the harvest that they are leaving behind them in the multiple ministries that they've been a part of. I thank you for local church ministry, for disciples that know you more. I thank you for people that feel invested in that have known who they are in you 
you and that they are serving the church at a higher level. I pray that you would continue to bless the work of their hands, even as they leave of the missionaries that'll be trained on that campus where they spent so many hours and, and, and engaging with people and that there would be missionaries that are trained, that your word would go out, that they would be woven into the story of so many people across the world claiming you as Jesus Christ, their savior and desire, desiring to serve you with everything in them. I pray that you would continue to go before them. I pray that you would prepare the exact neighborhood. I pray that right now you would place uh, a burning desire in the home of peace in that family that um, is praying that there is a church that would come to our community, that that we don't have anything that's here, that we desire to raise our family and our home in, in a Christ-like environment. And we want to be a part of what's going on and we just need somebody to come. And, and I pray that within two to three weeks of doing community assessment that you would connect AJ and Chelsea mm -hmm. with the people that you are already talking to that that when they have that meeting and whether it's at their doorway or at a supermarket or a gymnasium or at Starbucks or wherever it is Lord that they would be like this is it mm -hmm. we thank you Lord we thank you that it's not in our will that we do these things we thank you that you align our hearts with what you desire and i know that you have aligned aj and chelsea's heart with your desire for syracuse new york and i pray that you would use them in a mighty and powerful way i pray that you would encourage them when they're discouraged i pray mm -hmm. that you would bring people to be a part of the work i pray that you would bring the financing that they need and and bring the strategy and the creativity that they need i pray that there wouldn't just be lessons of um what they think church should be, but that there would be this reality of knowing that you're at work in the church and that the gates of hell will not prevail against what is going on in that place. I thank you, Lord, for their lives. I pray your blessing of protection upon them. I pray for your blessing of peace upon them as well. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Um, certainly, normally after every ep episode, we say uh, contact us. You know that you can find us at the Worthless Servants on Facebook, on any other social media, but also at MesoamericaGenesis.org. Uh, but this time, I would love if you would, it's been 128, is that correct? 132. 132 episodes. 132 episodes, man. Just send your love just uh, through social media, through messages. Let them know what uh, th uh, these two have meant to you uh, through this podcast. And, um, and for those who have made it this far, we will be signing off very, very shortly, but at the very end, you will have several minutes, AJ, several Se minutes, almost eight minutes, almost what? eight minutes of every fun fact that Chelsea has brought from episode 51 oh to episode 132. Make sure your middle Actually, schooler is listening. <laughs> episodes 50, 50 through 127 through 127. Yes. We're not going to add these ones from the last few. No, no, no. He's, he's, he, he already said no. So it'll be, it'll be, uh, excluding the last, uh, the last five. Here's the answer to, to the trivia question though. Yes. What, what fun fact Chelsea repeated? It is triskaidekaphobia. Okay. How long did you practice saying that word? Uh, twice because <laughs> Scott said it twice. I, I oh. said it twice you know as I means? repeated it. Who knows what it means? Yes, I do. The fear of the number 13. That's right. Yes. Oh, I thought that's you, good to know. I, wait, wait, wait <laughs> a second. You repeated it twice. <laughs> yes. So, uh, we are thankful for you guys. And, uh, so let's just do this. I guess we have to pull off the bandaid and just do this. Uh, we are the worthless servants and I'm Scott Armstrong. I'm AJ Fry. Natalie Franco. And I'm Chelsea Fry. I'm Emily Armstrong. And we will talk with you next time. The podcast will be a little bit different, but we'll talk with you next time.
For more information, visit us on Facebook or at mesoamericagenesis.org. Chelsea. Fun fact. And this one's really fun. <laughs> this is <laughs> a really fun, fun fact. fact. <laughs> Extra fun fact. <laughs> Did you know there are over 6,000 spoken languages in the world? Did you know that Iceland's last McDonald's burger was sold eight years ago? And you can still see it today. That slots have more neck bones than giraffes. Scotland has... 421 words for the concept of snow. Pigeon poop is the property of the British crown. Tricycles weren't always for little kids. Butterflies taste with their hind feet. Grapes explode when you put them in the microwave. The Bible is the world's most shoplifted book. Snakes can help predict earthquakes. A donkey will sink in quicksand, but a mule will not. A snail can have 25,000 teeth. Fun fact, the oldest your mom joke was discovered on a 3,500-year-old Babylonian tablet. That's not true. May 29th is officially put a pillow on your fridge day. Main language spoken in Mexico is Spanish. The national symbol of Mexico is the golden eagle, which features prominently on the coat of arms. Did you know that for today? Stone tools have been found in Mexico that suggest the existence of humans there around 23,000 years ago. During your lifetime, you will produce enough saliva to fill two swimming pools. Polar bears could eat as many as 86 penguins in in a single sitting. In 2017, more people were killed from injuries caused by taking a selfie than a shark attack. A baby octopus is about the size of a flea when it's born. A sheep, a duck, and a rooster were the first passengers in a hot air balloon. Fun fact, a baby puffin is called a puffling. Four times more people speak English as a foreign language than as a native one. North Korea and Cuba are the only places on the planet you can't buy Coca-Cola. The entire world's population, 7.6 billion, could fit inside of Los Angeles, California. The hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot, it could kill you. The world's quietest room is located at Microsoft's headquarters in Washington state. Four babies are born every second. Fun fact, originally designed for industrial use, N95 masks became a healthcare standard in 1995. The island of Barbados gets its name from the bearded fig tree. Barbados has a shipwreck off of one of its coasts that has lots of fish and sea turtles. And I know this because I swam there. The richest person on the planet made $275 million a day. The Earth's rotation is gradually slowing. 
Entenmann. I'm going to butcher that name. Uh, it's a donut baker- bakery in Pennsylvania. Is the largest donut bakery in the United States and aka the world. It turns out 100,000 donuts every hour. Tickling is a defensive mechanism. The tea bag was invented in 1908. The dimples on golf balls actually serve a purpose. Hummus is a Levantine food dip or spread made from cooked and mashed chickpeas. <laughs> Aretha Franklin was the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This week, as we record, it is Fat Bear Week. <laughs> Space partially smells like diesel fuel and barbecue. The famous Chocolate River from the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory film was made with 15 gallon, 15,000 gallons of water mixed with chocolate and cream. The river spoiled and oh. smelled horrible and the oh. cast had to shoot it anyway. Fun fact, humans shed 40 pounds of skin in their lifetime. One reason everyone complains about the quality of airplane food is because your sense of taste and smell decrease up to 50% during high altitude flights. The average four-year-old child will ask over 300 questions a day. In Canada, they don't use the term Canadian bacon. It's just bacon, right? No, it's called back bacon if you're um, from a certain part. If you're from southern Ontario, it's pea meal bacon. When a candle on the inside of the flame turns blue, the temperature is around 1,670 Kelvin, which is uh, 1,400 Celsius. The UN estimates that there are over 3 million shipwrecks on the ocean floor. The hundred folds in a chef's hat represent what? There oh, it's are a, a it's hundred a trivia questions. No, a hundred ways to cook an egg. The largest known living organism is an aspen grove. Fireflies light up to attract a mate, and it's due to a specialized cell in their abdomen. That's what makes them light up. Did you know you can hear a blue whale's heartbeat from more than two miles away? The unicorn is the national animal of Scotland. The fear of the number 13 is called, you need to read this. I can't remember exactly how to say it, but yes. Triskaidekaphobia. Baby sea otters can't swim. Fun fact. Did you know that McDonald's once made bubblegum flavored broccoli? There is a cow bison hybrid <laughs> and it is called beefalo. <laughs> Dogs sniff good smells with their left nostril. A group of bunnies is called a fluffle. Facebook has more users than many major populations. The largest sandcastle in the world measured 54 feet high. There's a world record for the most world records. Dead skin cells are the main ingredient in household dust. The bumblebee bat is the world's (laughs) smallest mammal. There are parts of the continent of Africa in all four hemispheres. A one-way trip on the Trans-Siberian Railway, that's in Russia, 
involves crossing 3,901 bridges. I'm Chelsea Fry, and did you know that French people have the longest lifespan for women and the third longest for men, and they have the fastest train in the world going at 357 miles per hour? So, if you feel like you want to live a long time and go really fast, you should probably move to France. <laughs> <laughs> it's too fun. All right.